Yo, yo, what up, what up? It's your boy Tyler checking in, Stash House Podcast, episode 21. I got a good show lined up for y'all today. Man, I finally saw my boy Travis Scott. Travis Scott saw him live this past weekend. Gonna talk about that concert. Also, the hometown, we had the March Madness concert, Gates, Dolph, City Girls, uh, Key Glock, many more, man. Shot to TSG also. They hit the stage. I'm going to talk about that. Had a fun-filled weekend. Also, man, got to show a little to Meg Thee Stallion. Probably the hottest female rapper coming up now, man. She's been killing the internet the past few weeks, so getting to her a little bit too, man. So y'all sit back, relax. You know, Stash House Podcast, episode 21. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Welcome, welcome. Episode 21, Stash House Podcast, man. Your boy Tyler checking in. Uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in. It's your first time tuning in. Appreciate you. Uh, if you've been tuning in weekly, appreciate you also. And uh, I know just because of the content of this episode, I may have some people just checking in for this episode due to the content. So, man, appreciate y'all for tuning in too, man. Uh, it's officially spring, bro. It's officially spring. I'm happy. It's still, you know, I wake up early in the morning. It's still a little chilly going to work, but for the most part, it's kind of warm. I know we may get some rain, you know, on and off due to the spring coming in. But, I mean, I'm just ready for the for it to warm up, bro, for high temperatures to come out, the sun to be shining. And I know the saying is people complain about the cold so much then when it becomes hot we complain about the warm weather but fam i dress accordingly fam if it's hot outside i'm wearing shorts i'm buying polo white tees i'm buying regular hanes white tees gym shorts regular shorts bro i'm just ready for it to be cool i'm ready for my legs to be out i'm ready to go to the beach you know what i'm saying just relax bro i'm just ready i'm just i'm i the dope Chilly weather has ran its course, and I know we're going to have some on and off rain, but for the most part, fam, spring here. Uh, be careful out here, man. This pollen killed me last week down there, man. This pollen, that's my only complaint, the pollen, the bees and the buzz. Of course, that comes with the territory that we in, but for the most part, man, I'm happy, man. It's finally spring. And I had a adventurous weekend, as some of you may know already, you know, I put out um, the topics I'm talking about. I had an adventurous weekend this past weekend. Uh, before I get to all that, I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save those stories for uh, a little bit later on in the podcast. But man, it just I'm really grateful that you know everything played out smooth this weekend. This the whole last week in general, man. Uh, I had a lot to you know do. I had a lot to balance out even before the weekend came, but. I'm grateful that everything, you know, worked out. Everything was safe. Wasn't no bad catastrophes or nothing like that. So, you know, shout out to God for that. But first, man, what I want to get into before I get into these uh, concerts and all that, man, uh, I got to talk about Meg the Stallion, bro. <laughs> Meg the Stallion, if you guys don't know, she's like the new up-and-coming female rapper in the game now. Within the past month or so on Twitter, man, she just really been popping. She's just really been popping. Uh, I know I saw clips of her like sometime last year. Uh, I think she had like a. She's from Houston, Texas, and I think she had like uh, she was in a cipher or something like that. And you know how 
internet be uh while we paying it you know the caption to be y'all paying too much attention to Nikki and Cardi I need to pay attention to this girl she really spitting you know videos like that were going around so I do remember her from that but I never really listened to her music like that really until now well her freestyles I'll say till now and she's really picking up steam out here man she really picking up steam out here and I want to send my condolence and my prayers to her family as well. She recently just lost her mother too, also. So that's a big thing to deal with. I mean, I can't even imagine that to begin with, but having to go through that, and plus now your career is really starting to pick up like real steam out here. Like, cause you know, in these these days, when you pick up the internet steam, you know, you're projected to, you know, you got eyes on you now and your projection goes up also. So her having to balance all that right now at this point of her career, man, my prayers and condolences to her family. And uh, I pray she find the strength, you know, to pull through this. And, you know, hopefully that resonates in the music as well. Going through this, she posting pictures and videos of her and her mom right now. So, wow, you know, right when your career is starting to, you know, pick up, you had this catastrophe happen in your family. So prayers and condolences to her. But man, I'm really looking forward to see what she does, man, because uh, now that Cardi, I see Cardi is in a movie, uh, she's about to start filming a movie with J-Lo. She's out of here, bro. There's, there's no female rapper Cardi B no more. Like, Cardi is in that realm where she's the movie person, the personality. Her personality already won people over for her music did, so She's going to be bigger than music. I see that already. So now just an open space, really, man, for female rappers. And I saw someone say the best new artists out now are the female rappers. And I haven't done that much into the new female rapper scene because outside of, of course, Nicki, Cardi, uh, Rap City, of course, uh, I want to I name more female rappers, but uh cash dog i knew about her already but outside of that it was so many so many of them had like the same name to me i couldn't really i couldn't check out the ones i wanted to check out because i'll search i remember when the couple weeks uh probably a couple months ago i'll say uh when tory lanes was uh him and don q they were going back and forth rapping it was a good little you know back and forth as well i didn't really talk about it on here but they had a quick little back and forth with each other and uh, Don, Tory or Don, one of them called out, uh, was it Cuban Doll? It, it was Cuban Doll or it was, uh, it was one of the dolls. <laughs> like, they got so many, all of them got doll in their last name. I know it's, a, it's one called Tokyo Jets, uh, Dreezy, of course. There's so many of them, you know, with the same similarities, it's really hard for them to stand out because, you know, they all in the same kind of realm. But if it's a if it's a time to be a female rapper, now's the time, bro. You got Cardi leading the way, uh, and that's another thing I really wanted because with all of them having the same type of name, same pocket, kind of. I want them to all collaborate together. Not all of them are one song, but at least show some collaborative efforts because other than, what, two years ago when Cardi really came on the scene, for 2008, 2009 to now, 
it really just been Nicki Minaj. And Nicki wasn't the type to, you know, she'll big up, you know, she'll win an award. She'll say, you know, she'll big up the uh, other female artists, but it was in kind of a petty little way. She didn't really show that collaborative effort, you know what I'm saying, that we all wanted to see. So for the for 10 years, it was just straight Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj. So then when Remy Martin came home and she did Sheether and all that, it was a perfect time for everybody to be like, oh, finally somebody, you know, coming at Nicki, female rapper-wise. And, of course, like I said before, Cardi, her personality won people over before her music did, so we was already rooting for Cardi. But I didn't like from jump. I already knew what was going to happen with Cardi's situation. I was like, they're going to put Cardi and Nicki against each other. I didn't like it. I understood it, but I didn't like it because Cardi was really up and coming and like y'all throwing her into the lion's den already. Nikki just, Nikki obviously, like it was clear she didn't take that very well, just the way she was acting throughout her whole situation with Cardi B. I really hope they patched it up because that's really, it really should be a kind of a passing of the torch situation. Like, Nicki, you been around 10 years. You was the only one around for 10 years. Of course, Trina was still making music. I think you had Diamond still out here. Uh, uh, Princess, I meant, from Crime Mall was still out. But, I mean, they weren't making noise like Nicki was making noise. No, let's be honest. They weren't making noise like Nicki was making noise. Nicki had the Wayne co-sign. She had the Gucci co-sign. She was making pop records. You know, she was just too much. But early Nicki, like, she was, like, better than most of the men out. And that would really have me with Nicki. Like, now, it's like, we know Nicki can rap, but ever since her and Safari fell out, man, Nicki been kind of the, uh, you know what I'm saying, the uh path, but I don't know, man. With all these new artists, like I said, Meg the Stallion, she's picking up steam. I just really hope they all, you know, collaborate together, man, and find that they're all better when they all, you know what I'm saying, like Queen Latifah, Unity, bro. Like, we need that. We need that female rapper. We don't want to see the females. We don't want to go on Instagram and all that and see two females fighting, bro. Come on, now. Two female rappers at that fighting because back when I was in elementary school, we had Lil' Kim with these uh, sexual provocative videos. You know, little girls wasn't really... I mean, they probably saw it on BET and all that, but they wasn't aiming for that. You know, we had T and Tamara on Disney. You know, they had those women to look up to for, you know... Oh, I want to be like her. Like, you didn't really see girls in elementary and middle school saying they wanted to dress like Lil' Kim and all that. But nowadays, every girl has a cell phone. Every girl's on Instagram, Twitter. They're seeing these women. And now these are the women that they really are, you know what I'm saying, looking up to now. They're looking up to the Cardis. They're looking up to the Nikki's. You know what I'm saying? The Mad, the Stallions. They're dressing like them. They're changing their Instagram name to Barbie. Come on, every... Who, what girl didn't have Barbie or something of her name on MySpace and all that back in, back when Nicki was popping? The Stallion now and all that. So I just hope they, you know, collaborate. Hope there's no shade thrown and nothing like that. It's going to be shade thrown, but I hope it's not to the degree of, you know, we don't fool with, the, we don't fool with each other like that. So, And, of course, you got City Girls also, so... You know, a bit, a bit, a big moment right now for female rappers, man. And I saw my boy Ant uh, on Twitter. Uh, he brought, he brought up a great, great point because Meg Thee Stallion, like I said, she, she's been popping for like the past few weeks now. 
And like a lot of videos you see of her now on Twitter, she's twerking. She has Hennessy. She has Doucet. And like dudes just really like some like some of y'all dudes, bro, I really don't understand. Like what's y'all problem? Like same thing with Cardi. Like what's wrong with y'all seeing these women shake their ass? Now for a woman, I would understand why. You know what I'm saying? They'll be like, come on, we want to hear you rap. We want to see you shake your ass and all like that. But for a dude, bro, it's okay to say, you know what I'm saying, Shawty can really rap. She don't really need to do all that twerking. I understand if you say that, but when you just throwing the Bible at the girl for twerking so much, it's like, come on, fam. Like, some of the things dudes say, say is like, bro, like, why you that mad at a female for twerking? Like, I get it. We go on Instagram every day. We go on Facebook. The whole you don't really gotta work to get a a, a tease from a girl. And we just go on Instagram. You know how they say you don't really gotta look for no uh, no thirst trap. That's the word. You don't gotta really work for a thirst trap no more. You just go on Instagram and search in an Instagram model and boom, there you go. I get that, but at the same time, man, the girl wanna twerk. Let the girl twerk. If she want to drink Hennessy and twerk, let the guy drink Hennessy and twerk. Now, the music don't resonate, then I'll be like, all right, now, man, come on now. But so far, the music is resonating. Uh, I don't know her contract uh, issues or nothing like that. I don't I don't know how long this internet, Twitter phase is going to last for her. Hopefully, it lasts. And being that she's from Houston, it's already words saying, you know, she may be a shooting for a Beyonce feature. I'm not gonna go that far. Beyonce just not giving out features to anybody. But I will say this: if Beyonce don't give it to her, Solange, damn sure gonna give it to her. If Solange can have Gucci on her album and Playboy Cardi on her album, I'm positive Solange wouldn't mind showing love to Meg The Stallion, and they from, and she from Houston. Now, I don't know how quick that's going to be because Salon just put out a project. Beyonce may be due for something. I'm sure Beyonce got something coming because uh, Lion King coming out this summer. And she's on that, so you know Beyonce may have, like, the the greatest selling song ever <laughs> for Lion King soon. So, I don't know if Meg Thee Stallion is going to be in the part of a Lion King soundtrack. I don't know about that. But her projector is, is up right now, man. And female rappers, like, all in general, like, you can just find, now is the perfect time to find your pocket if you want to be a female rapper. Like, the door is open. Uh, you got the internet. You know, that's all, like I always say with the music business nowadays, you got the internet. So just work the internet, man. Just work the internet, stay consistent. But most importantly, man, provide, uh, provide a great product. You can do the all the twerking. The drinking the Hennessy, the twerking, the drinking the Ducey, wearing the short shorts, uh, having a having a nice body. That's all cool, but if you're a female rapper, the music got to resonate too. That's my only thing. I'm cool with the twerking and, I mean, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Twerk. Get your views up, but the music got to resonate. That's how Cardi made it. Everybody knew Cardi was a dancer and all that. Being that she got signed to a major, she made Bow That Yellow her own. That blew up. Her album came out. It was received very well. She won a Grammy for her album. 
Politics aside, she won a Grammy for her album. First rap female artist to win a, a hip-hop, I mean, yeah, rap album of the year Grammy Award. Now she's about to do a movie with J-Lo. That movie seems like it's going to be real, like, you know what I'm saying? They say the storyline is going to be there. Uh, all it was, It's more women, but, of course, you know, J-Lo and Cardi B, you know, you say those two, two names going to be, like, the main characters, of course. But they're, like, dancers who really extorting, like, lawyers and everything, I believe. They said that's a storyline somewhat. It's based on a story from the New York Times a couple of years ago. So, I mean... <laughs> That's a no-brainer right there. But uh, door wide open, man. Or you can take the Nicki Minaj approach. Just shit on everybody for 10 years. And, but Nicki was successful with it. <laughs> I mean, I see a lot of people change on Nicki when Cardi came into this situation. But remember, for 10 years straight, Nicki had the game on lock. Every female was calling herself a Barbie. Every female was calling every other female they son. So... I don't want to see some, you know what I'm saying, some uh, some unity within the rap female community nowadays. I would like to see that. So, yeah, man, Meg the Stallion, she's picking up steam out here. And, of course, you know, you got other female rappers still doing it. You got the City Girls, Cuban Dog, Tokyo Jets, Cash Dog, uh, Rap City, of course. Uh, you got a lot of them, man. So, shout out to the women out there. Uh, March is... Uh, Women Appreciation Month. So shout out to the women out there, man. We don't say that enough. Shout out to all the women out there, no matter the race, the ethnicity, the religion, all that, man. Shout out to all the women worldwide. We love y'all. Salute. Yo, it's another week, so you know I got another playlist for y'all. This week, my boy AJ sent through a playlist. Just something for y'all to wake up to, man, about 15 to 20 tracks. Just some good waking up music, man, from rap, you know what I'm saying, some old school in there also. Just some chill music to wake up, get your day started, man. Shout out to AJ coming through with the playlist, bro. So y'all check it out, man. My boy AJ brought a playlist, something for y'all to wake up to. Salute. So make sure y'all remember, I'm still doing, you know, requests for playlists. So just, you know, 15 to 20, it could be 10 to 20, I'll say, uh, tracks, the YouTube playlist. It could be whatever you, whatever you want, man. Over the past few weeks, my homeboy Steven, he gave me a Childish Gambino one. Uh, my boy Jake gave me a Chance to Rapper one. And this week, my boy AJ just gave me tracks, you know, you just wake up, you know, Songs you can have on shuffle, just a random little playlist. So I mean, y'all can do whatever you want. If you want, you can send me ten fucking black youngster tracks if you want to. Like, there's no, there's no criteria, man. It's like it's just here to just share different types of music. Like that's what that's the purpose of it. Like just because these guys sent playlists of their favorite artists, you can send one of your favorite. Or you can send a Guwap one. You can send a Migos one. You can send R and B. You can send rock, pop. It don't matter, man. This is what this podcast is here for, if anything. You know, share music, uh, suggest, I'll say uh, make music suggestions, uh, and all those things, man. So, I mean, that's what really this weekend for me was really all about. I went to two concerts. Now, before I start this, I can only 
like I said, this podcast is not a gossip podcast or nothing like that. I want to talk about things that I see, like or like albums I listen to, sports, my sports opinions, just random things that like something may happen during, during the weekend. I'll come back and let you let you guys know about uh, shows I'm watching. You know, just random shit, whatever. So it's not no he said she said. I attended these concerts. I'm gonna give my opinion. I'm gonna give my opinion. And thankfully, with these two concerts, my the section I was in, I, it feel like everybody, if you understand what I'm saying, everybody in my section was on the same frequency, if that makes sense. So I can only speak for my myself. I can't give you what somebody else may feel. I can only speak for myself. Now, Friday, Friday, I went to Travis Scott Astro World Tour concert in Atlanta. Me, my boy Jake, his co-worker, we went up to Atlanta. Uh, first off, man, yeah, I'm still rolling, man. There's no way in hell I would have went to Atlanta during the Super Bowl, fam. <laughs> I'm still rolling, fam. It, like, the traffic wasn't bad or nothing, but we took the back way. It was at State Farm Arena where the Hawks play, so we took the GPS tickets on, like, a back road type of way. And, like, this is the closest I've been to the new Mercedes-Benz, uh, Dome, and nah, I can see how the streets. I was like, "Fam, ain't no way in hell I would have been out here for a uh, Super Bowl. No way in hell." But we got to the uh, State Farm Arena park, you know, park all that. We got to the line. This is my first time actually going through like the front front of the arena because when I went to um, a couple house games, I usually go through the building where the CNN building's right there. You see the adult swim, the food court. I usually go through that way. But this is my first time going through the front way. And uh, for a Travis Scott show, man, the crowd from the outside so far is like what you expect. You got black guys, black girls, white guys, white girls, different um, nationalities out there. You see older people. You see families bringing their little kids like i for sure saw some little travis scott's out there uh with the astro world stuff on uh just a, a whole bunch of different group of people man it was no you know there was no one type of people out there you got different age groups everything out there so i was like okay this especially for atlanta as that being one of the top music scenes in the world you expect that of course so uh you know everything was cool uh, a girl behind me in the line, like, they was, like, making, like, you know, little noises, like, uh, you know, like, uh, like, grunting. So I, I turned around, I was like, what's wrong? And then she was like, the girl behind me drunk, she threw up on my shoe. And I was like, <laughs> like, me and Jake looked at each other, we was like, oh, like, damn. <laughs> like, it, they even, you know what I'm saying, so far, it's not even that type of fuck shit yet. I mean, you, we, everybody pregame for concerts, but. You throwing up in line on somebody's shoe before a Travis Scott concert. You got started a little bit too early, so I was like, damn. It wasn't nothing I can do about it, so I was like, you know, I just shrugged it like, damn. So we got in, got in the arena. Uh, it was a timely matter getting in the arena and everything. Uh, of course, went to go check out the merch. Got a, a T-shirt, a tour T-shirt. Um... And normally, uh, I'll just go get a shirt, get a drink, get some food, and go to my seat. But this is like my 
This was my first time in the new State Farm Arena. I've been to uh, Phillips a few times. This was my first time. I don't know how much they changed because this was my first time actually, like, walking around. Like, I really don't like some tourists, like, type. I was just walking around, checking out everything. Of course, they didn't have so much out like they would a Hawks game or, you know, anything like that. But I was just walking around, you know, checking everything out. I saw all the bars with the same price. So I was like, okay, cool. I got I got me a, a Hennessy and Coke. Paid 12 damn dollars for that. And I paid $2 for a pretzel. I was really fiending for a pretzel right when I walked in. I don't know why, but I caught the pretzel. Had to put some on my stomach, of course. Uh, Got to my seat. Had great seats, by the way. It wasn't like... It was the 200 level, but it was like right in front of, you know, Travis stage. So he had two stage set up. And if you ever seen like a Travis Scott show on YouTube, you know, he got different effects and all that, especially this Astro World tour. He got a roller coaster inside. He got a carousel inside. Uh, dope. Travis is one of the best live performers right now, period, just for his graphics, his music, and the way he he sounds on the mic, because I know a lot of people are trying to bash him for the Super Bowl performance. But if you watch Travis Scott shows on YouTube, you know that Super Bowl, you know that Super Bowl performance wasn't nowhere near how his real performance goes. And even how he sounds, his audio sounds. The Super Bowl commercial, I mean not Super Bowl commercial, Super Bowl performance wasn't nowhere near. That was some Maroon 5 type of ordeal. That was not a Travis Scott show. But uh I got to my seat. I was just chilling. Uh, nobody really knew, like, the start time or anything like that for the show. Uh, but his opener was uh, Shaq West. Shaq West was his opener. Uh, if you don't know Shaq West, he got that song. Uh, I got, oh, uh, uh, he got that song. Um, I really, I really... I'm really not up on his music. And normally when you go to concerts, if you see someone you don't know performing, normally you may catch a vibe or something, but no, I wasn't really rocking with his uh his opener. I mean Shaq West like that because like it was just different. Like I see who it was for, cause of course Travis Scott being Travis Scott, the floor was no seats. Like they were mosh pitting, doing all that on the floor, so when Shaq West came on, that's all they were doing, those kids on the floor. That's all they were doing, mosh pitting, jumping around. It was, I was like, it was cool to see from a distance, but I was like, nah, I'm too old. I, I'm, I'm past that time in my life, the mosh pit. I was like, my knees were hurting just looking at them kids just bouncing around. I was like, damn. And, uh, like, it was, like, you know, the lights were down, and you could see the back video, Shaq West in the back. He running through trees and eating leaves and like it was like some real like you know mosh pit type music so i was just like you know i would listen to the songs to see maybe i'll catch a vibe maybe i wouldn't but i really couldn't catch a vibe but when that damn obama that song he got that i got called like that was the whole arena just woke up everybody was like okay you know how uh, somebody perform, you don't know that one song by them, and that's what everybody be like, oh, okay, that what happened. That one song everybody knew came on, and it was just, the play just erupted. I think Lil Yachty, oh yeah, let me tell y'all about that also. So, I'm in my seat, 
This was right before Shit West came on stage. Uh, these kids, these three dudes came, uh, sat by me. I'm guessing that was you know, the assigned seat. That's what I'm guessing. And that's another thing, man. What's up? This happened at both of the concerts. What's up with people just not buying the ticket they want to start the, the start? Just, just buy the ticket you want to begin with. Like, why would you come sit in somebody's seat or sit in a regular seat hoping somebody don't show up with their phone out or they ticket out saying, hey, I think you're in my seat. Then you really just get up like, oh, you know, you don't got, they don't argue it down. They don't say, no, nah, I think this is really my seat. They don't got no counterattack to it. They just get up and walk away. Like, why don't you just buy a ticket, buy the ticket that you really want to see, like, sit at? Like, if you... You coming on a tour or something like that, you got to spend that money for a seat that you really want. But just don't sit in somebody's seat and just wish they don't show up. Because nine times ten, if it's a tour and that seat, and you go on Ticketmaster earlier that day, you see that that seat is paid for. Nine times ten, that person going to show up. Like, I didn't get that. I really don't get that. And Travis concert, the day of, tickets, like, really dropped. They really dropped the ticket prices. I was shocked by that because, but Travis did just come to Atlanta, like, I think, like, October. I want to say probably October, November, probably. He just came to Atlanta, so I really see. It did sell out, like, the last few hours before the show started, but I did understand why it wasn't so fast-paced like a Travis Scott show normally is because he just came in October. So, these kids came and sat by me. I guess they were trying to finesse their way down to the mosh pit area. They're like, bro, they not checking really wristbands for it. We can just go down there. And I knew they were young because one of them had a cracked cell phone screen and he had a Supreme app on his phone. So I knew they were like kids, kids. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just find out about the ticket prices. They're like, man, yeah, we trying to uh, hit up our cousin. He work at the State Farm Arena to see if he can get us down. So it was just funny to me because I'm like, damn, these little dudes just spending money, spending money. They saying they only got $20 on them. I'm like, bro, y'all trying to get to that mosh pit. So when Obama came on, you know, like I said, everybody, the whole arena got hyped for Obama. And they were like, <laughs> you know, they were mosh pit crazy on the floor. The kids were like, Man, we should be down there. We should be down there. <laughs> and I was like, damn, the little homies up here are sad they ain't on that mosh pit. They ain't mosh pit down there. So I was like, damn. So again, of course, you know, I had my thing on me, whatever, whatever, doing what I was doing. So I, I heard somebody behind me say, yo, little Yachty. So I turned around and I saw a dude who had his hair like in a, like a little bow tie, not a bow tie, but like tied up. And it looked like he had bees on it, like how Lil Yachty had his hair. And it had a little red. I said, bro, that Lil Yachty behind me? So I just, I wasn't staring, staring, but I was just kept on turning around, like, you know, I was drinking my drink. I was like, you know, getting hype. I'm thinking that Lil Yachty for real. So I tell my boy, Jay, I said, hey, bro, I think Lil Yachty behind me. He said, bro, you sure? I said, yeah. I said, this Lil Yachty. So I'm just, you know, we, and the dude just, Lil Yachty, Lil Yachty. So shit, West finished Obama. And he was like, y'all give it up for my man Lil Yachty. I looked on stage, Lil Yachty on stage. I'm thinking this man behind me the whole time. He really on stage. I was like, I'm thinking myself, I said, damn, I really, I'm happy I ain't put my camera on that dude because I really thought that was Lil Yachty behind me. Like, dudes behind me like, yo, Lil Yachty, Lil Yachty. I'm like, 
Oh, <laughs> I had like a little moment. I was like, but I got to calm down. I got lit a little bit too quick on Mo Bama. I need to calm down. I need to calm down. Thankfully, Travis Scott gave me enough time to calm down. Mo Bama, shit, West probably ended. I want to say 8, 8.30-ish. Just be on the safe side. I'm going to say 8.30. Just, just be on the safe side. Travis didn't come on to probably about 9.30, 9.40. An hour away. No announcements, no music being played in the arena. In the arena, no music being played. And you just see Travis Scott World on the video screen. Like, of course, they're setting up for his his performance. Like I said, he got a roller coaster. He got a carousel. But you've been on tour. It, it should be kind of, you know, fast-paced. So these girls behind me, they, had, they, were, they kept on coming and leaving, coming and leaving. One time they came back, and they're like, man, you still not on stage? They're like, he always does this shit. So I was like, I turned around and said, I said, hey, has it been like an hour? And they're like, yeah, he always does this. This is like our third time seeing him. He always late. They're like, he really such like an asshole. Now, and I, I, I meant to say this before I talk about the uh, concert. The thing with Travis Scott, I was one of those guys a couple years ago. I didn't understand him. I didn't understand the music. And then even even make things worse, when I heard about him, he was still young in his career. He wasn't like he is now. He didn't blow up. I didn't understand his music. And he was like an asshole because he was like he was like the first person on the card to open the act with this weird ass music. And he would like kick the like the cameraman off stage at these like like a summer jam and all that. And I'm like, fam, nobody even know you like that. We still trying to figure out will you be how will you be the guy that you are now? You know, in you know hindsight, 2020, we like we are trying to figure out if you're gonna even make it. You got a co-sign by Kanye West. You got a co-sign by Ti. And he was just like an asshole for all them years and. I think I didn't really get on board with Travis till like rodeo. Cause even days before rodeo, during that little era, he still was an asshole for real, for real. So that was my thing with Travis. Like I didn't understand his music at first, and plus he was like showing on like when Twitter was still Twitter jumping for real. He was showing like he really is like an asshole. But when that damn rodeo came out. That damn antidote, anything happened at the night show, 3,500, on this side, Nightcrawler, all that on Rodeo came. I was like, okay, I'm with Travis. But what really got me on Travis, that damn Birds in the Trap. That's when I really wanted to see Travis live. He had Birds in the Trap was out, and Kendrick announced the damn tour. It was Kendrick and Travis Scott. That was perfect for me. But, of course, they came to Atlanta on a on a irregular-ass day, and I couldn't make it. So I've been waiting two damn near three years to see Travis Scott live. Because when Birds in the Trap came out, like people kid when I say Bird, that's my favorite Travis project because I was I was on Apple Music on the radio, listening to his radio show where he premiered the album. I remember hearing Nav thinking that was really Justin Bieber on Beeves in the Trap. I remember Sweet Sweet Coordinate I remember all that when I first heard it. So that's my favorite. And of course, like when you see his concerts on YouTube, when he performed those Birds of the Trap songs, 
the track the the crowd just is different. The crowd really like went way back when he did way back and all that. It was different. And I like Astro World too. I like Astro World too, but I just feel like people overhyped it. That's my thing. So Travis made us wait by the hour thirty to come out. But bro, when those lights went down, when those lights went down, you heard you see that little Astro World video come up, and you hear the uh the flutes come in for stargazing. Oh, trust me. All was forgiven when this nigga Travis Scott came on stage. <laughs> All was, bro, I did not care about no hour wait when Travis Scott came on stage. All was definitely forgiven. Yeah, that was a cut in. So like I was saying, Travis had us waiting for like an hour, hour 15 during that whole time. Me and the girls behind me, we were just talking about concerts we've been to, concerts we plan on going to, and all the everything dealing with music. But like I said, when the lights cut off, we heard stargazing. You know how Travis started his Astro World show I was stargazing. All was forgiven, man. Travis put on one hell of a show in Atlanta. Uh, it really... Now, I listen to Travis' music, so I kind of was in the same zone I was in. I'm in when I'm listening to his music at the crib, but hearing him live, and like I said, the Super Bowl performance, do not judge this man for his audio um, his audio skills based on that Super Bowl commercial, man. The way he does his auto-tune on his songs and how he does it live, bruh, like flawless. Like he, The way he harmonized with that auto-tune, Mike, with his songs, perfect. Uh, of course, stage production and graphics, all that, A1. Uh, but really, besides from the songs that I like that he performed, like, he performed every song that I really like. Like, like if you're a fan of somebody, you go to a tour, you know the song. You know what I'm saying? People perform. So he performed the songs I wanted him to perform. Of course, he didn't perform every song I wanted him to perform, but he performed the songs I wanted him to perform. Uh, but that period of the concert where he, like he said, he goes to his Texas type of, type of records because that's been like people wanted to knock him from the uh, start of his career saying he doesn't sound like a normal Texas uh, artist. But he has it throughout his whole catalog of music, his own version of his Texas influence. And I think he really got in that pocket on Astro World with like R.I.P. Screw, Astro Thunder, Houston Fornication. But when he went to that segment when the little uh when he had the little projector on the side of his stage and he showed all the Texas stuff on the projector and the whole arena lit up and he did R.I.P. Screw and Stop Trying to Be God, Astro Thunder. Like I really like that was the zone out period of the show. Like he has those records you can mosh pit in and all that, but then he had those records you just zone out. You in Texas, you you sipping on the foe, you Ryan Candy Paint. Like, he got those songs to just his own little way. It's not your normal chopped and screw. It's a Travis Scott mixed with tra uh, chopped and screw. Like, I feel like I was on the foe for real when all that uh, Astro Thunder and, man, 
Like, I really zoned out during that time period. Of course, he went on the roller coaster. He bring people on the roller coaster. Now, I might be wrong. I'm, I know I'm wrong because I haven't saw a video of it or nothing. But when he was on the roller coaster, like I said, I just kept on seeing people that wasn't there. Like, I swear I thought he had Erica Badu on the roller coaster with him. <laughs> that one, I, I know it wasn't Erica Badu because I haven't seen a video of it or nothing. Because if he had Erica Badu on the roller coaster, of course, you'll see that video somewhere on Instagram or Twitter. But it wasn't Erica Badu, but... At that moment in time, I thought it was Erica Badu, but I didn't say it out loud because I didn't want nobody to look at me crazy. But I was like, oh, Erica Badu on the roller coaster with Travis Scott. Oh, even better. But it wasn't Erica Badu, though. But, uh, of course, he did Antidote. And that part when he, like, anything happened at the night show, it was, he always kills that part. It's just a regular anything that happened at the night show. He just keep on repeating that anything happened at the night show. That part hard. I still love that part of the song. Uh, he brought out, of course, he in Atlanta, Travis Scott. He brought out Young Thug. He brought out Future. He brought out Rick Ross. He brought out Two Chains. He made up for that out weight, bro. He made up for it. One hell of a show, man. One hell of a show, Travis Scott. Travis Scott, one of the artists I've been waiting to see live. I'll definitely see him again whenever he does another tour. Uh, I know they say now he's going on a vacation with his family, trying to repair his relationship. That's what a lot of people were thinking when we were waiting so damn long. We were like, bro, Kylie backstage holding this man up. We going to ride out there. <laughs> but, nah, man, it was a great show, man. Great, great show. Definitely get your money worth going to see Travis Scott live. Travis Scott is an artist now. Not like Shit West, but Travis Scott, I'm positive. If you don't know nothing about Travis Scott music, if you go to his show, you're going to leave asking somebody, hey, what, what was that song he did with this? Or what was that song he he transitioned, bro, that's another thing, but he transitioned from his song so so good. Like, each song, really, it could be a song from Rodeo going to a song to Astroworld. He just maneuvered it, like, great, bro. Like, fam. I still got my complaints about Astroworld, but fam, those, those songs live, like, Stop Trying to Be God, like, those, that first minute or so, yeah, I'm riding. But, like, the, the song in, as a whole... I get tired of hearing it, but that first minute or so, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but Travis, bro, put on one hell of a show in the A. So we came back. We stopped that IHOP after the Travis show. Came back home, of course. So the next night, man, hometown. Hometown, Columbus. Uh, March Madness concert. Uh, it was Kevin Gates, Dolph, Key Glock. Uh, young Miami from City Girls. I don't know why people keep on saying City Girls. It's only one. One of them that's out performing. So, Young Miami or City Girls. Oh, excuse me. And Young Blue. Those were the headliners. And, of course, I had to go show love for my boy, uh, Ted G, man. Ted G booming out here for real. Buzz real high. I really wanted to see him perform. So, that really had silted for me because I didn't get my ticket to the announce that Ted's was uh, opening for the concert. So shout out to Tez and his whole team. They moving. So we had that. And the thing about that, that really showed, bro, like I can go to a Travis Scott show Friday, then come back to the hometown. Totally. It, it sound different, but fact, it really was like the same type of ordeal. You in the show in Atlanta, you're going to be around people that remind you of people from back home. Of course, you're gonna have the mix, you know, the white, the white people, the different nationalities in Atlanta. But fam, it's the same thing. And of course, I just move according to me. I don't move according to everybody else. I know I can maneuver. 
I can go to a Travis Scott show, then come back to a Kevin Gates show. I mean, I listen to both artists. My ears, I'm not listening to Kevin Gates. I'm not listening to Kevin Gates with Travis Scott ears. I'm not listening to Travis Scott with Young Dolph ears. Like I can, I can just change like that. Fucking and later on this, year, I'm going to Anderson Park, No Name and Thundercat. That's a whole different lane than those two artists. So it's just all about how you listen to music, bro. That's all it is. But went to the uh, Gates show, and the thing about it, man, when you tell me Gates headlining in Columbus, I'm on. Dolph, I'm on. I know the young dudes, they, they're in the key Glock, and of course the females, they love key Glock, so I know that crowd's going to be out there. Young Blue got a buzz, I know that crowd's going to be out there. And you just say City Girls, I know all the women coming out, so I'm definitely on board for that. That's not my type of music, City Girls, but I know who they make music for, and I'm definitely all in for it. <laughs> so, of course I was going to go. But uh, I can only speak for myself with the concert, man. Like I said, Tez killed it. He opened up. I made sure I had to get in the building to see him. Uh, stage presence, he got it. Music, he got it. And he got a uh, another project coming out that's highly anticipated. So Tez got his foot on the pedal, man. I love seeing all the dudes, all the boys from high school, grew up with him and all that on stage with him, his family, close friends and all that. Shout out to y'all boys. Keep on doing it. I mean, that's what it's all about. You see, he, you see, he homegrown. They had to put him on the card. They ain't put him on the card. It, they had, they just moved around. They put him on the card. They had to put him on the card. I think he probably should have went on again later on in the show. Really, he should have went on again. Being that the promote, I don't know what was going on with the promotion issue, man. Backstage, I don't know what was going on. I know the artists had to count their money, but bro, we got in the round. I got in there. Like seven thirty, like right when it was showtime, I ain't get out of there till about twelve, twelve fifteen. That was my only issue. Like I don't know what was holding up everybody. Gates came out last. Gates said he had an issue with traveling. You know, you got to take Gates' words forward. But that was my only ordeal. Cause when you tell me the lineup, I'm thinking this after you know this just straight off the head. I'm thinking Blue go first. City Girls, Key Glock, and Dolph both paper out. I'm thinking they'll go on this, and of course, Gates going to close it. But Key Glock and Dolph came out first, and like it just happened. It wasn't like no, all right, y'all come to the stage, Key Glock. Like he, they said it, and then he played like a song. He came out at the end of the song, then performed the song all over again. So I'm like, and I'm like, I know. I don't know Key Glock music. Like, I heard his first mixtape. It was cool. I couldn't really get into the glaucoma for real, for real. I may be in the, in the minority with that opinion. I really couldn't get into it. Because he really just sounded like Dolph to me. Like, I'd rather just listen to Dolph old music. You know what I'm saying? But I know the young people like him. I know the women like him. But, like, as being Columbus, you know, in my, like I said, my area, my section at the concert, we were lit. Everybody was drinking. We all had some mono, had some women around. It was just a cool little environment. My session, I can't speak for everybody else's session, but my session, we were ready. We were ready. So, Key Glock came. You know, Russian Cream came on. Of course, everybody knew that one. This just for me, though. I just, that's all I can speak for, just me. I like, okay, cool, Key Glock. Dolph came out. Dolph did, Dolph, Dolph was all right, but I was kind of, I was kind of taken back. I said disappointed at first, but I was kind of taken back because, 
I know Dolph music. I know what Dolph could have performed to really blow the damn civic center off the. You know, I know what they want to hear. Like he performed some of the songs we want to hear, but he ain't really getting into. You know, what I'm saying what we want to hear, want to hear for real, for real. But he did perform some that um, I forgot. I think that forever. What is it? Uh, she a good girl, but she bad. So um, he did that. Like he he did some of the songs. I was like, okay, I I, I read it for the out. I ain't know he was gonna do it, but I was happy that he did it. But it just I figured the crowd would be more into Dolph than you know what they was. And then again, they probably well, I probably just was just too you know what I'm saying lit to realize. City girl, of course, Young Miami. Young Miami came out with a sweatsuit on. She still killed it. Women, all the women got up. I was, hey, I was happy for that. I knew she was going. I knew. You can say what you want. You can say she only, it's only one of them performing. You can say she, her stage present wasn't like everybody wanted to be. She don't be twerking, twerking like that for real. But she had the women in the crowd doing it. Because the girl beside me, she was ready. The girl beside me probably only got up for City Girl and Kevin Gates. <laughs> the girl beside me, she was ready. I knew she was she were willing and able that night. I know that for a fact. So City Girl came out, killed it. And I forgot that Blue and Gates were like tight, tight. So I do understand why Blue came out before Gates. I think Blue came out before Gates or City. I think Blue came out before Gates. Blue came did what he do. And then Gates, man, Gates tore it up, bro. Gates tore it up, bro. Pressure. That Gates <laughs> pressure. <laughs> like he said so he said so to a girl, he'll like, he said, uh, don't you don't you talk to me that way. I'll kiss you in your mouth. I swear to God I will. <laughs> but Gates, man, Gates, he Gates performed the songs I wanted Gates to perform. I ain't gonna lie. Even the songs the women love, because I know that was the women like. That's the thing with Sir Artie. You got to let them do the women's song. You got to let them do that. They got to do the tracks for the women. And then, he, of course, he did the uh, Perfect Imperfection. I don't get tired. He could have came and did the whole Luca Barsta too for me. I would have been straight with that. But he did the songs he's supposed to did. He shut the city down, man. It was a sold-out uh, venue. But my only thing was, I don't know what was up with the timing issues, man. If this thing started at 730 I'm, I'll be straight with no later than 11 because you got five people on the bill. I'll be straight with before 11 just to, you know, get enough time, debate if I want to go out. Because I was just going to, I was just gonna try to find a strip club to go to. I ain't going to lie if I was going to go out. That's all I was going to do. I was just going to go shoot in there real early. Not real early, but, you know, right after the concert before that crowd, crowd get there, shoot in, show some love, you know what I'm saying, dip out real quick. But if I ain't leave out the concert at 12, 12, 15, they already going to be, everywhere already going to be taxing because, you know, they promoted the biggest concert of the year. Of course, the club's going to tax already. So you're going in thinking they taxing already, but now it's after midnight, so they for sure going to be taxing now. And you don't know how long the club's going to be open because you don't know what kind of, uh, what kind of vibe these people on out here for real, for real. But after the concert, I was just too, I was like, man, I I just saw trial last night. I've been here for about five, four, about four, five hours already. Let me just go home, man. But all in all, man, just besides the long breaks in between the performance, performances, I'll say, that was my only thing. Like, when they got on stage, you know what I'm saying, they did what they had to do. 
I was kind of taken back by the paper route by Key Glock and Dolph performers, though. I thought they were going to have it more lit than that, honestly. Like, it was, of course, preach. You know, Dolph did preach, of course. But I figured Dolph, you know, for a performance, I figured Dolph would be, you know what I'm saying, I figured he had the city more lit. But uh, City Girl, Young Miami, and Gates, they did exactly what they came. They did exactly what they were paid for. You know what I'm saying? They got the city hype. Got to see the lid. They did their job. And uh, it just brings me back to another uh, conversation I normally have with some friends. We got the Bradley Theater. I don't know who owns the Bradley. The Bradley should have been remodeled years ago. They should have been remodeled that. But that that's somewhere you can bring a, a Gates City Girl. A Gates and City Girl. Just them two. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't sell out the Civic Center. You feel me? You got to bring two, three people down, you know, to get everybody. Cause you know, people are people down here, are, we already picky. You know, everybody don't listen to everything. So if you bring a, like they say, you bring Gates, some dudes ain't really rock with Gates like that. All right, so they don't rock with Gates. They bring Dolph and Key Glock. So then you got that, people who don't like Gates, they come just for Key Glock and Dolph. Women, a lot of the women just came for, uh, of course, they Women probably came for all of them, honestly. I ain't going to lie. But you saying Dolph, Gates, they probably thinking, oh, no, that going to be, you know, dudes. All right, let's bring City Girls down. Now you got the women coming for City Girls. And like I said, Young Blue still rising. So people who up on Young Blue, they coming for Young Blue. And now keep in mind, in my, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, this in the same pocket. I ain't really picking old Gates. I'm coming to see Gates, not Dolph. I'm coming to see... Blue, not dog. I'm coming to see y'all. Uh, <laughs> y'all coming to see y'all. I know. I don't know city girl music like that. I don't know uh, young blue music like that, and I barely know key glock music like that. But I know how they resonate to other people, so I'm cool. But I always listen to Dolphin Gate, so I'm on board with it, man. Then my first weekend going out in a good little minute, so I was in for everything, man. I just, I just wish that we would have got out of the Civic Center like earlier. Like, I don't know what was the issue. I don't know if the artists had time slots or not. I would have been cool with, you know what I'm saying, having it over with by 11, 11.30 at least. Give me time to go to the club. But I'm old too, man. I ain't old, but I run on old people's schedule, man. So it may be just me. Maybe folk did go out to the club afterwards. and You know what I'm saying? But I was just too tired, bro. I was done for after that. But I have always been on the side of, you know what I'm saying, at least the city bringing people down now. You know, being born and raised here, I done seen the Spring Break talent show. I done seen Family Day in the Park fall off. And you wouldn't think at this time, you like, damn, we don't bring nobody to Columbus. And now, for the past two years now, we've been bringing people down. So I do I do like that aspect. Uh, even though this is only my second one I've been to, I been, I went to the Gucci T.I. one about two years ago. I ain't been to the rest of them, but they done brought Boosie. They done brought... NBA young boy, they done brought Jeezy, they done brought T.I. twice, they done brought Lil Baby, they done brought Plies, they done brought Migos, all at the Civic Center. They done brought Yo Gotti, Black Youngster, Money Bad Yo. You know what I'm saying? Within these three years, go back to the last 10. Everybody else was at the club. And of course, everybody don't want to go to the club to see these guys because at the club, they for sure coming on stage at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Now, if we was at the club, I fully understand coming out on stage late. But an arena, a concert, of course, you got kids in there, too. So 
I, I just wish, you know what I'm saying, the timing was a little bit tighter. You know what I'm saying? If you got the openers coming on at 7.30, but we ain't leave out that bit till 12.30. It ain't like everybody was on stage for an hour neither. It ain't like that. Like, then it came, did about four, five records and dip. Gates was on stage for a good little bit because he was the headliner, so, you know, he had to put on a good little set. So I just wish, you know what I'm saying, the timing was tighter. But it seemed like everybody had a good time other than that. Some people probably don't even care about the time. I probably just be in the minority with that also. Some people probably didn't care. They probably didn't even notice, you know what I'm saying, the timing of the uh, performances. But it seemed like everybody had a great time. It wasn't no, in, in both concerts, Friday and Saturday, there was no, you know what I'm saying, no mishaps. Everybody showed up, you know what I'm saying, the city. Everybody buying drinks. Bartenders like they were getting tipping good. You know what I'm saying? Everybody came with their good clothes on. You feel me? One no massive car break-ins in the Civic Center parking lot. You know what I'm saying? Everything went straight. I ain't seen nothing about no, you know what I'm saying, the club was crazy, nothing like that. I ain't seen no people. You know, people wanted to complain about, you know what I'm saying, uh, the concert, whatever the case may be. But my thing is, fam. Everybody showed up. We could have just had fucking Kevin Gates and the City Girl show up and three other acts then show up and we really would have lost our money, but everybody showed up. That's the main thing. Everybody did show up. But I did have my complaints about that. So, I mean, Columbus, man, we doing all right. We doing all right. I just want them to the next concert. Just bring Future down, man. Just, just get the city what we want, man. The city been asking for Future at the Civic Center for a minute. And then when you when you book Future, you tell Future performed certain records that the city wanna hear. You know we got the radio and all that, those songs, radio, politics. Just tell Future to do some streets calling, some true story. Of course he we got he got songs from Monster and all his new stuff that we like too, but come on, give the city what we've been asking for, man. That's all I'm asking, bro. But all in all, man, great weekend, man. Great weekend. I, I enjoyed myself. Uh, and the cool, like I said, man, it's getting hot now. So I'll be getting out and about popping out a little bit more now since it's getting warm outside, man. So that was my weekend recap, bro. Like I said, I've been waiting on this episode for a minute. I knew I was going to these concerts. So just give y'all a little background how these concerts go, man. I highly advise you, man. Just check out some concerts. Especially for the people you really want to see, like I really want to just tell my kids, my grandkids. I saw, I saw Kendrick Lamar. I saw Kate. I saw J Cole. I saw Travis. Oh yeah, Kevin Gates. Yeah, I saw him too. You know what I'm saying, Gucci. You know what I'm saying. So, yeah, man. Salute everybody, man, who stepped out this weekend, man. People I saw, man, it was good seeing y'all too, man. Salute to all y'all. Yo, this has been another episode of Stash House Podcast. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Catch y'all back here next week, man. Same time, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Make sure y'all have a great week. Stay prayed up. Keep me in your prayers. I do the same for y'all, man. Salute.